0: Now, back to the heavy hitters. Who wants an orange whip? Orange whip? Orange whip? On the all-new 590 The Fan, 105.7 HD2 FM. Three orange whips. And InsideSTL.com. Welcome back to the Breaking Hell's Pizzeria Studios. Matt Berger and Clay Byersdorfer. Behind the microphones, John G. and Rudolph behind the dials. Getting ready to join us right now on the Bellman Automotive phone line is Dane Mizutani. He is the, uh, the beat writer for the Minnesota Wild for the St. Paul Pioneer Press. You can follow him on Twitter at Dane Mizutani. Dane, how are you, sir? Thank you so much for making time for us.
1: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on.
0: Uh, the first question I got to ask you, Dan, I'm looking at your Twitter bio. You were born in Hawaii and somehow decided Minnesota was a better option. What was your first reaction when you first saw that two feet of snowfall on the ground in the uh, mini in the Twin Cities area?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I grew up in Illinois. Uh, okay, I guess, oh. back in Hawaii, so uh, it's a little misleading, I guess. I came here for school, but I I've, I've lived in Illinois since I was like four, so I'm more than used to the snow. I I was oh, hoping I for a that. really good story
0: yeah. like you just you like started to pack and said I made a huge mistake. But right. 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 you got on the wrong flight. Yeah. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. You called you called your editor at the Pioneer Press going, Yeah, I, I can't do this. It's not happening.
1: <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm used to this, but I guess he gets used to the the stupidest snow ever.
0: So uh Dane, game one between the Blues and the Wild, round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs, will get will start in your fair city tomorrow night at 8.30. In two weeks, uh, if the Minnesota Wild are victorious, you're going to say it's because of what?
1: I'm going to say it's because of goaltending, and I know that's probably what the Blues are saying. Kevin Dumick, when he's on, has proven that he can be one of the best goaltenders in the league. Uh, the problem over March, when, when the Wild finished 4-10 and 2, is Devin Dubnik suddenly got a little leaky. From there, you know, the, the rest of the team kind of went down. So this team, I mean, they've showed they can score. Their defense is pretty deep as a whole. They're they're a pretty deep team, but it starts and stops with Devin Dubnik When he was good this year, uh, that's a big reason the Wild rattled off a 12, a franchise record, 12 wins. And when he was bad this year reason for the march. So it's, it's going to start and stop with Devin Dubnik. He knows that. I think the rest of the team knows that. And, and I'm...
0: Okay. Dave, can we give you a call right back? We're getting... We have a bad signal here. Yeah, no problem. Okay. We're going to give you a call right back because we want to make sure that uh, we hear every word here. So we're going to uh, we're going to uh, hang up, and we're going to give you a call right back. So uh, uh, Dame... Uh, is going to, we're going to give, uh, Giamatti, you need the number. Or do you have it? You need the number. Okay. Uh, we're going to get, uh, we're going to get Dane back on the phone here real quick. Uh, Clay, what do you think is going to happen in the series? If the Minnesota wild are going to win, what's the reason why?
2: Well, I, you know, I think he's, I think he made a great point. Uh, goaltending is going to come down to it. Um, you know, both teams have, uh, goaltenders that, uh, you know, have had, uh, up and down seasons, um, you know, especially on the blue side too. um, you know, Jake Allen, um, you know, has um you know, really you his, know, his he, goals it, against average in yeah, March was outstanding. It it, it really was. It um, was it was barely above one. His save percentage was uh, was, was almost nine and a half. It, it really was. Um, you know, and that'll be the key for the blues. You know, I can obviously speak more to the blue side of things. Um but yeah, if Jake can continue that, you know, against the wild and, and continue that uh you know, continue that hot streak, you know, against the wild. You know, the Blues have a real shot. You know, Minnesota is obviously coming in on not as hot of a streak. The goaltending has not been, you know, as good as of late. But, you know, the key for the the Wild at the beginning of the season was their goaltending, you know. you know At one point in time, their goaltending was considered, you know, to be, you know, the best, you know, some of the best in the NHL. You know, so he made some excellent points there. Puck control, you know, consistency, you know, in front of the net, defense, um you know in the blues um can they get some offensive production from anyone besides Vladimir Tarasenko um you know all all big keys you know f- for the first round of the playoffs here
0: we we have Dane Musutani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press back on the Bellman Automotive phone line Dane
1: are you there I'm, I'm here. I Hope it's not my connection that that's that's messing up. So hopefully this works out.
0: This, this sounds so much better. So okay, okay. You you said that goaltending will be the reason why the the Minnesota Wild win the the first round. Uh, why, if they should happen to lose, what would be the reason?
1: I think it it also goes back to goaltending and and just defense as a whole. During the month of March, when the Wild were, I mean, bad, finished four ten and and two and they were not very good that that month. Uh, it wasn't just Dubnik letting in, maybe a bad goal game. It was the defense as a whole getting out of whack, giving up constant grade-A chances. And from there, I mean, the Wilds can score with the best of them. They've showed that this this year. But if they're not defending, then they don't really have a chance because I, as much as they score goals, a lot of their offense starts with how well they play in the defensive zone. So if they don't get back to... The style of play that, that's made them effective if they fall back into how they, they played for a majority of March they're going to be in some trouble. Especially against a St. Louis team that, that has a, a very big blue line and it can kind of push people around in the in the attacking zone. The Wild need their offense to start from the D zone and, and, and to work their break. I think they have a really good chance. If they're not then, then I think this is the Blues series.
2: Dane, if I'm the Minnesota Wild, um, obviously, you know, my my defense is keying in on Vladimir Tarasenko. Um, but what what are some o- other areas of em- emphasis that, um, you know, that, that they need to focus on, you know, a- as a team collectively if they're going to, you know, emerge victorious in the series?
1: Sure. I think it's just being hard to play against, it being tough in the offensive zone. We saw it last time the Blues came to, to Minnesota, came to the Twin Cities. They they bullied the wild in in the in the attacking zone. I mean, the wild couldn't get anything going up the middle, and, and you saw that. I mean, the score was two one, but it, it was only two one because Niko who flicked in a, a fluky goal at the end of, in the final minute. I mean, it was a shutout, and it was a dominant shutout by the Blues because they were able to just own the middle of the ice, and, and that's something that that the Wild are focusing on. You can believe that 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 can't happen again. They need to to work through the middle, they need some net front presence. So aside from locking down Terra that's, you know, number one priority. They, you've seen it in the past. I mean when, when he gets going he's hard to stop. Um, but the wild need to be big. They need to play big and that's not always that's not necessarily their identity, but they need to kinda of rise up to that challenge in, in this series.
0: Dane Mizutani joining us right now on the Bellman Automotive phone line. You can follow him on Twitter at Dane Mizutani. Uh, Dane, the Minnesota Wild the entire month of March only won four games, but they won their last four games in April. Granted, it was two against Colorado, one against Carolina, and one against Arizona. So what uh, what's the real uh, Minnesota Wild team? Is it the one that won the past four games, albeit against inferior competition, or is it the one that only won four games in, in uh, the whole month of March?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's the one that won the four games. The team that we've seen for, for much of the last two weeks, I think that's more of the Minnesota Wild team that you, you know, see confidence was down across March, and, and for good reason, because, frankly, they weren't very good. Um, you know what do you want about the opponents over the last four, four, four games? The Wilds still have to go out and win those games, and I think ab- above the score, they were just looking to get back to the same style of play that made them one of the best teams in the Western Conference earlier this season. And I think you're starting to see that. Um, I don't think they're necessarily reading too much into, you know, the four-game winning streak going into the playoffs because obviously the record's reset. But just the fact that they've, they've played more like the team, they've looked more like the team that was so good early in the season, I think that's what they're kind of resting their laurels on right now.
0: How much of an advantage do you give Coach Mike Yo? Uh, in the series, considering this was his former team, he got fired uh, about midway through last season, and a lot of those players are still on that on that roster. Do you think that gives Mike Yo any kind of a competitive advantage in the series?
1: I think so. I mean, he he knew he was, uh, a lot of these guys. I mean, Sans Eric Stahl, Chris Stewart, and and Martin Hansel, everyone who's playing in in the Wild either four lines or their their sixth defense. Mike Yeo knows, and he knows well. So. Yeah, I think he, he's going to, that gives him an, an upper hand. I think, obviously, Boudreaux and, and the players are going to scheme against that and then and try and, and, and surprise him. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to, I mean, I think that gives the, the Blues a little bit of an upper hand, just that Mike knows this team so well, but it's not the same team. So, I mean, these teams are going to have to play their style it's not the same team Mike Yo coached in Minnesota, the same players, and I think he knows some of their tendencies. But this is a different-looking team in terms of how they play. So, a little advantage, um, maybe psychologically, too. I mean, karma's on probably the blue side, the wild-fired this guy this time last year, and now he's going back to play. So, I know Yo has been downplaying it to to members of the St. Louis media, but I'm sure Revenge plays somewhat of a factor, whether he'll say it or not. So there's a lot of layers there, um, but I think those layers kind of will die down as the series progresses, and it'll turn more into Wild vs. Blues instead of, you know, Wild vs. Mike Yow.
2: Dane, obviously, there's a lot of intriguing storylines, uh, you know, within the series Dubnik and you know the goaltending, as well as Jake Allen and his play, uh, you know, Mike Yo and his return to Minnesota. Um, talk to us if you can. Uh, what's one storyline that maybe people aren't following as much, or what's intri- what's uh, you know one intriguing matchup that maybe people aren't seeing right away?
1: I just think, I mean, if you look past, like you said, the obvious storylines, you know, the Mike Yo against this whole team can dude Nick figure it out, the battle of the goaltenders. Uh, if you look at the Wild team, the person that's led them all year is Eric Stahl, who everyone thought was washed up. Everyone thought when the Wild gave him that three-year, they were even overpaying a little bit, even though they got him at a modest $3.5 million per year. Uh, people thought, you know, this guy's done. And, and what he's been able to do over the last 82 games Heading into this, this postseason, if he's able to continue to play like that, the Wild have such a good chance um, in this series because he just makes them so much deeper across the board. And I think that's something they probably didn't expect this type of production out of out of Eric Stone. He has 28 goals. He leads the team this year. So that's something where I think people, I mean, that could maybe get a little bit overlooked because people are focused in on so many of these obvious storylines. But I mean, if Eric Stall is good, the Wilder gonna have a very good chance to take this series as as he's stolen this entire year.
0: Dane, any kind of nervousness amongst the fans or the organization about uh Bruce Boudreaux's lack of success in the postseason? He's he's a great regular season coach and he's had some really talented teams. But he has uh he's only made it uh beyond the second round just once. So any kind of nervousness about uh, Bruce Boudreaux?
1: Uh, I don't think so around the team. Um, You look at Minnesota fans, I mean, they're nervous about everything come postseason. I mean, you you see that no matter what the sport, uh, the sports team is pretty cursed. And so I think there's a pessimistic view no matter what, whichever team is in the playoffs. And and I think that's probably a little bit exacerbated by the fact that that Boudreaux has had, you know, some struggles in the postseason. But I do think... It's obviously easy to point to that and say he wasn't a very good. He's not a very good coach in the playoffs. The Wilds still are, are fresh off their their most impressive regular season in in franchise history in the 17 years of the franchise, and I think the players and the team are going to think more about that than you know our coach hasn't had much success over the last 10 years of his career elsewhere. So I think they're focused more on themselves and what they've been able to do this year as opposed to what we, we drove did in in Anaheim or Washington.
0: Dane Mizutani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press joining us right now on the Bellman Automotive phone line. Blue is wild, game one tomorrow night at 8.30. You can follow Dane on Twitter, at Dane Mizutani. Okay, uh, Dane, how far do you think this Minnesota Wild team can go in the playoffs? Do you think that uh, the Stanley Cup Finals are, are a realistic expectation for this team?
1: Um... <laughs> Do you think? I do not. I, I think they have a very good chance to get through St. Louis. Um, I think they're probably the better team on paper, um, and if Dubnik plays well, um, I think they will handle this. The St. Louis Blues, but if Washington, I mean, if, if Chicago beats Nashville, Chicago's always been kind of that big brother that Minnesota has never been able to kind of defeat, and and I, I don't think they can do it this year. I mean, it, that that team is very good their defense is deep and it just seems like Kane or Taze or whoever wants to uh, just kind of takes it to the wild I mean the, I mean, the Wilds have showed that they are capable of beating the Blackhawks they've been I think argue, even though they've won only one game against the Hawks this year they've been probably the better team on the ice I think two or three of the other games but I think there's just this mental hurdle that the wild are going to struggle to get over with, with Chicago somehow they're able to I think this team can, can go to the standing But I think there's such a mental block with, with the Blackhawks that it's been...
0: Dane, uh prediction time, what do you think is going to uh what do you think is gonna happen this series? Who's gonna win it in how many games?
1: I think the Wild are gonna take this one in six. Uh, I just think you know, they're probably gonna trade some punches here and there. But at the end of the day, I think the Wild are deep enough to and I, I know I know St. Louis is deep too, and they can roll four line. But I think the and if they can figure it out, I think they're just a little bit that much better than St. Louis. Not by much. This could very well go seven. But I'm a-
0: okay, Dane. Thank you so much for making time for us this evening, sir. Uh, we look we look forward to the series, and we look forward to having you on again soon. Thanks a lot, Dane. Have a great night.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: That is Dane Mizutani from the St. Paul Pioneer Press. You can follow him on Twitter at Dane Mizutani. Let's take a commercial break, and then when we come back, my boy's doing me dirty. I was talking so much uh, about Russell Westbrook last night, about how he's going out there night in and night out and playing every game, and tonight, the night off. He sits. (laughs) Clay and I are going to talk about it next on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Heavy Hitters right here in the all new 590 the fan 1057 HD2 FM and inside stl.com